0: Welcome back to the Radical Awareness Podcast We are back and this is what this episode is all about Just a little little bit on where we have been, where we are and where we're headed uh, So tune in and it's just a short one And we will be back with more content very soon The The Radical Radical Awareness Podcast with Nicole and John Allen. Well it has actually happened.
1: We're back. The podcast is back.
0: It lives on again. So
1: reinvented though, eh?
0: Yeah, this is Raw 2.0.
1: Named by one of our delightful friends as we've John Allen, he takes claim for that. Sorry, Stevie. Um,
0: Actually simultaneously and independently named.
1: That's true. We're very connected to our friends.
0: <laughs>
1: but we are back sitting you know in our sitting in our office at home. And when we say we're back, if you're not sure what we mean, one, we've had a small hiatus from this podcast. Two, we have reopened our yoga studio physical... Premises. Our
0: brick and mortar, as the uh, the term goes. So we were seven and a half years in our Milford Kitchener Road location, which was 151A Kitchener Road. That's the old address, old address. And now...
1: We are 161D Kitchener Road. Fancy. When you're standing at the door of our new space, you can just look to your... What is it, right? Right. <laughs> And see our old place. It's a little bit like doo, 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 <laughs> you know, like how did time even pass? But there has been a year and a half of being out of our other studio. And I have to say, and I feel like Johnny will back me, yep. that it is just amazing to be back in a studio, amazing to be back in our community in this way, and really amazing to be in a new space because I just think that everything that happened, there's a whole journey. I mean, we could do many a podcast on what happened. In those four walls, in seven and a half, seven and a half years. Mm. But um, it just feels, with all of our, our learning and the relationships and everything we know now and who we are, it just feels really amazing to be in a new, smaller kind of boutique space.
0: Yes, we've gone from a kind of 30 mat capacity to about a comfortable 12. Mm. Um, I don't think we ever really put thirty people in there apart from one rogue event where it was mat to mat and just not the vibe we really like.
1: Nah. We really are into into more of this intimate vibe. And so we wanted to get back on the podcast and be like, okay, what 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 is this podcast here for? Who are we who are we here for, right? And in discussions over lunch, um, one of our favorite meals, we <laughs> <laughs> When we sort of came up with the vision and the manifesto and everything of the space, it's all about, you know, coming back into community and creating this really safe, um, inclusive haven for people who, one, want to kind of do their own inner work, but two, just want like a little, even if it's like an hour retreat out of your life and the busyness to come into a place that is dedicated to just be a little more internal, but also to be with like-minded people and really, I don't know, connect back in with I mean, I do know, connect back in with yourself, right, with your body and that connection between body, mind, spirit, all of that good stuff that we know, but actually having a place that you can go to because environment is so key. And sometimes even in our own houses, they represent stress in so many different ways or just a little bit of chaos.
0: So many reminders, even if they don't necessarily directly represent stress, they definitely have have the cues and reminders mm. for those times and it's so nice even for us to not be at home to do what we do because after what a year 18 months mm, of doing wow. stuff from home, including, you know, wonderful outdoor classes on the driveway.
1: Thanks and to all of those, who joined us,
0: Including doing our private sessions at home, which has been really successful, and we can do continue to do that as well um, when we need the capacity. Um, but it is, it's so lovely to have a purpose-built space that really holds everything. It feels so held.
1: Mm, it does feel so held. It's super special. So we're really, really excited to be back. And for those of you who are local to Milford, uh, or a little bit on the outskirts, we would Tekapuna, love Caster to Bay, see you come across. Caster Bay, Glenfield,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of those places.
1: It's true, and we've. Um, We have sort of adapted, I think fine-tuned is probably a better word of what the actual offerings are. So Mm. we have several different classes and today we kind of wanted to talk about what we're doing and really get a a feel for where our work is and then as we progress with the podcast now we'll just be bringing in a little bit of tidbits and information that are, are helpful. It's kind of like yoga life hacks, you know, of things that you can be doing to just bring a bit more vitality and joy and happiness into your life because... One of the things that keeps us out of that is being really disembodied, disconnected from ourselves, disconnected from who we are and just being in more of a chronic stress uh, pattern, which even if you don't identify with that, right? If you're like, oh, my life's not that stressful, but if you're busy all the time, you know, you're like always doing stuff. There's a lot of stress. That's just Mm -hmm. what that is. It's not negative or positive or or anything like that. It just means that there's a lot of information in our bodies and it's harder to kind of assimilate and to, to find more joy. So sometimes... When stress builds up, you notice that joy gets smaller. Our capacity for joy and ease and happiness
0: or shorter. You know? Yeah, it's you're harder. You're, do you're do irritated like, I'll faster. I'll take that snippet of joy now. I better get back to what I was doing. Yeah. And those people, myself, very much included, who are active resters. I love this term. I'm a big fan of the term. That when <laughs> it's time to rest, it's like I'm just gonna do that job over there tiny that thing in the garden because then I'll be able to rest more when it's done it's going to feel so good and then ah while I'm here I may as well do this (laughs) and this I'm just going to be out here for five minutes slash five hours and then I'll feel great afterwards and then ah my day off got quite busy whoops
1: (laughs) and you're like yeah but I do feel satisfied Mm. which hey not taking away from it great feeling we're all there but sometimes the actual moments to either rest or just tune in to be in a different environment where you're like, hey, I'm just either moving my body with awareness or I'm more in like a, I'm just going to lie down in this yin class for an hour and take some deep rest is very, very good for our overall holistic well-being. Mm. And so the space itself and the classes are all about that and how we can have that time to do it, but be in a, in an environment that has set conditions, right? Because When your body responds to an environment, as we know, then it can actually start to de-stress or unwind quicker because it associates a particular environment with your body regulating or down-regulating.
0: And this amazing thing happens when you're with other people who are doing the same thing and you go into Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. co-regulation, coming into coherence and working towards this beautiful regulated space. It's really effective. It's one of the things that a yoga studio space can really offer. And we've very intentionally designed the way we do things to facilitate co-regulation. That is one of our big why
1: points. Mm. And it's so important because, you know, it's like you can. It's true. You can do yoga anywhere. Right. You can put a video on and all about online yoga. It's so great, especially if you have got a dedicated space in your house. But you might notice that it's quite hard to do that and the I think the investment and even because sometimes people are like well it's too expensive for me to be at a studio. I get it, like it is expensive. If you're thinking about it like this is something free that I'm doing with my body that I could do anywhere. I'm like sure then a studio probably isn't for you. But if you're looking for the whole experience like what John's saying of co-regulation of feeling safe of being able to just go into an environment that someone else is looking after and you can just get that very Dedicated hour or you might come for a few minutes before and have some tea with us mm. You know that very dedicated time to actually let your body drop in faster Because trying to drop in when you're in an environment that creates stress or you're like oh, I've got things to do you spend 45 minutes if you were doing an hour online class just trying to forget about your list then you might have a moment where you drop into your practice and then it's finished or a dog jumps you on you or a child screaming (laughs) at you or your husband wants it, whatever.
0: The phone rings, the doorbell rings. Yeah.
1: Or you're just staring at a large pile of washing, you know. Oh, yeah. Very challenging. So, yeah, having a dedicated space is super beneficial. And when we were resetting up this as a business, it's like I know for both of us, it's this wanting... A business model that is a win-win-win, right? Mm-hmm. Every person along the way. We win because we're doing something that we love and something that we're very good at. And you win because it's like, well, here's this space where I get to downregulate and do something I like and it has benefit to my holistic well-being. And then trying to look at like, we have, we have tea available in the studio that you can come and drink tea before because how nice and what a very calming activity to do.
0: Shout out to, to our friends at The Tea Thief for... Mm-hmm their very intentional curation of amazing teas and we've specifically picked three of them that help with this idea of regulation mm. of coming back to center of coming back to yourself a calming soothing tea oh yeah
1: mm. and it's a win-win we're supporting them we and you by coming along and sharing tea with us supporting another local small business where we're all just trying to kind survive in this world, but doing what we love, sharing what we love, and supporting and uplifting each other. So we also, our beautiful little space is filled with magical plant life, mm. which are also one all there just to, you know, enhance the environment for that co-regulation because plants are emitting their own frequency, which is very in alignment with our own biofield. But they're also all for sale because they are supplied by our beautiful friends at Plant Base, which are actually they did have a store in Albany and are now transitioning all online and they are also based in Milford. Oh, mm. isn't it special?
0: Locals for locals for locals. For That's... locals.
1: The win-win-win, guys. Yes. The win-win-win. So yeah, we also, I think, uh, aside from the benefits of practicing in a space and just our general excitement of wanting to share being back and kind of where we're at with this whole journey, is that we're now We used to do a lot of aerial and acro yoga at a different phase I guess of our lives and what we were doing and now it's much more this focus on you know we have our flow classes, we have our yin classes, our more subtle classes, we have a line which is actually Iyengar influenced where we're using more props and things to get in and just have this deeper experience of the body. But we also have a foundation series that runs every week, so for beginners, and just if you want to kind of fine-tune some of the foundations.
0: Absolute beginners, always welcome, Mm. and anyone who's like, I just want to re-look at some of that stuff, because there's nothing quite like it, quite like a real refresher to to come back to the practice with a beginner's mind. I'm a fan. Mm.
1: It's really good. Oh, and also we have kind of specialty I want to call them little specialty courses that we're very excited about sharing because over the years we see I mean for those of you who have been following our journey for a while you know we've become very much trauma informed we are a dedicated trauma informed space um, and we now run trauma sensitive courses so for those who are kind of aware that you've like had quite a lot of traumatic experiences in your life and it's affecting you know your your level of of livelihood, of the, of the way you interact of the levels of joy you might want to feel mm-hmm. um, or if you're working along with a therapist and things we've got a special course that you can come to uh, where the classes are really catered to kind of support healing trauma right and coming back into the body in a safe and gentle way and then we have a course, what are those
0: courses called
1: oh uh, reclaiming you trauma reclaiming Sensitive you isn't that yoga? nice it's so nice, John. And yeah. is that. How do we reclaim ourselves?
0: Our body, our mind, our whole body-mind complex. Mm.
1: To feel like, to actually feel good about being in our own body. Which then you might think, well, isn't that everyone? Yes, you would be right there, dear listener. <laughs> Most of us have experienced levels of trauma.
0: Yes. And then the, the other course that is um, on the... What am I saying? Schedule on the, on the schedule right now uh, is for working with pain um, and specifically designed around the concept of chronic pain and working with management of that. Um, but because chronic pain is just pain that's been around for three months or more. That really captures a lot more people than may define themselves as having chronic pain. Mm. And so we use pain management tools, which a lot of them are very, very akin to an exact yoga posture that you know, and you just approach it in a slightly different way. You might come at it slower, or you might use the support of a chair, or you might just intentionally do less
1: mm. and so often with everything we're doing it is this idea of that less is more mm. and then we do less we go smaller and then, and we, then notice we do less again we do some less yeah repeat and we then we notice because when you're dealing with pain and so often we think we have pain signals in the body we don't have pain signals we have danger signals that's how what our nervous system is doing is they're like danger? danger something isn't right I need I need your attention right now how can I get your attention and then we experience pain, right? So it's it's chronic pain. You've got chronic danger signals going off. Mm. So when we're approaching chronic pain, which is a mysterious topic for, for everyone, right? Like, how do I deal with this? You know, you do scans, nothing comes up. But you're experiencing pain every day. Is that the shifting your perception around pain and starting to come into your body in a different way and approaching this in a different way is how we actually start to kind of, I want to say rewire, but work with the danger signals to kind of, In a way, it can reduce the level of pain you're having because you're like, ah, hey, thanks, nervous system. I don't need that many danger signals. I understand there's something going on. Let's just, I'm here with you now, and I'm gonna work with you. So this idea of working with your body, rather than resisting or resenting it because it's in pain, is very much the underpinning um, foundation of what this type of yoga is. So when you're doing it, initially there is like, an education process mm. of shifting your perception so that you can then go into using the movement or techniques and you understand why you're using them because if you're somebody who's been used to doing really you know uh big movement or fast movement and running and hiking and cycling and jumping and, this
0: muscle's broken then just work on strengthening this muscle that's going yeah. to support the healing of that muscle and then you'll be fine and then the pain will go away because this will have fully healed maybe and sometimes a hundred percent yes that works but if you are a sufferer of chronic pain, and, sometimes you're it's things more and it's not working, do less. we don't have to worry about weakness versus strength. What we're looking at, the, the, the two contrasting things are danger signals, and at the opposite end of that is safety signals. So how can we generate movement that feels really safe? Mm. And maybe you start with a beautifully curated and well thought out new safe space 100 yes percent designed to be a place of healing exactly things like this yeah
1: and you know like it can be scary <laughs> because when we slow down to work with things like that whether it's trauma or pain because they're actually relatively interconnected you are facing not only maybe the pain in your body or what's going on, but you're just kind of facing yourself in a very raw and honest way. And so I get it. If you're like, why do I feel nervous about this? Why do I have hesitation about this? Mm -hmm. It's like, because looking at yourself can be scary. And I'm not going to lie. It kind of is, right? But the best thing about it is once you do it, just like when you rip off a band-aid, you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. You actually understand how to do it. I can guarantee that the apprehension of thinking about it is so much worse than actually doing it, than actually being like, I can try this. It might feel a little bit outside of my comfort zone. I might be a bit nervous about what's gonna come up for me or how does this all work or it's not what I'm really used to. But as you start, there is a process of just the slowing down and coming into your body that can actually be really, really enjoyable no matter who you are of like, okay, this is my journey and I can take back my own power really and actually Mm -hmm. empower myself in my healing journey of how i live or manage pain or reduce my pain or whatever that is because sometimes with things we're not going to take it all away or you might be like well i'm much older i'm not going to get younger i'm not suddenly going to (laughs) have you know an 18 year old body if i'm 65 but how can i be 65 fully you know how can i fully be in my life at my full capacity Right now, and enjoy it and, and actually feel empowered and strong in everything that I want to do. It's like and your life can be your life, man.
0: Yeah, rewrite the script that maybe another type of um, health practitioner has given you a certain level of um, advice that says, you know, this is the kind of pain you're just going to deal with for the rest of your life. And that's, you're just going to have to learn how to manage that. Well, these movements. Are really all about that. Mm. And sometimes when you come to a class like this and you start to move in this way, that pain that you might have been told is going to be with you and that you have to manage with things like um, paracetamol, whatever other prescription might be, that all of a sudden you can manage it in a different way. And You don't need to reach for those things as much. Even if it's just one less of those things a day, your liver's going to love you for it.
1: Your liver is going to love you. (laughs) Happy liver, happy life. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. So, yeah, we, obviously we work privately as well. We have the classes and if you're like, well, I'm far away, but I'm kind of into this, we're going to do more regular podcasts and be writing more about it, just and follow us on social media video and things content to just out there. put some things out there. Because there's so many little things you can do to actually support yourself, and it doesn't have to be necessarily an hour a day or some big routine. But what me and John have really realised is that we are very, very highly qualified <laughs> yoga instructors, <laughs> mental health professionals at this point that um, have a lot of tools and want to be able to share that with with those who are interested and wanting some support. Because after the last three years, well, you know, we're all up
0: yep, the old creek. creek without a paddle. So yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: <laughs> it's what we can do to, to support ourselves, to support each other. And really, I think, lean into our communities and um, do the best we can to kind of support collective mental health.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you go, ah, oh, I know so-and-so, uncle so-and-so cousin so and so, my friends, mum, that could benefit from this, then let them know, you know. Throw throw the link to them, let them listen to this or some of the other stuff that we're we have in the pipeline. And we're always happy to help. More than happy. Excited about helping. Yes. So for now, thanks for listening.
1: And we will talk to you soon So, that how you say that? something like that we'll be back
0: soon <laughs> we'll be back we promise soon. it won't be as long
1: yeah. we will we do promise that so Facebook Instagram YouTube maybe TikTok coming soon oh yeah TikTok
0: <laughs> let's see if we can do that anyway thank you for listening and we'll see you hear you we won't hear you you'll hear us on the next
1: episode the Radical, the Radical Awareness Podcast awareness.